Hello there. I am the king. Dracarys. Okay, this is the sixth movie, seventh, eighth movie in the in the franchise. It's number six, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. But it's it's a great movie as we've all all seen over the years. We've all watched it many many times. It's a great movie. It's probably the my least favorite of the three original. But we'll get into it. Hey, <laughs> crazy. Well, let me just put my phone on silent so that it doesn't distract me. But yeah, guys, welcome to the stream. Thank you for being here. It is currently the seventh of February for me, so my birthday has now ended. That was yesterday. It was a great day. I don't remember much of it. Uh, I'm not quite very drunk, but we've been I've been drinking, so I'm not I'm not crazy though. You know, let's go for it. So. Everybody in the chat, we've got Baby Ice is in here, Bravo Lima's in here. Thank you everybody for being here. Let me introduce my wonderful, amazing co-host, and then we'll get straight to our guest who is with us this week. And we will be breaking down the movie for the next hour and talking about it, giving you our discussions, our reviews, and yeah, giving you our final scores for the OT series, moving into the fantastic Disney remakes. <laughs> Let's do this. So, as you all know, guys, I'm going to now introduce my amazing co-host. You all know him. You all love him. He is everywhere on YouTube doing all sorts of stuff. I think there is even a live scheduled for next week for for some Among Us games. So, that should be real fun. It's always fun to try something different. But please welcome my amazing co-host, Headless Ned Stark. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Good. I have, um, I've constructed a new lightsaber. For this live i was just i just got done doing it so here you go i really need to get a lightsaber you do need a lightsaber i do i would really like one but the issue is if i get one i'm gonna need loads that's exactly what i said and i'm like oh now i have eight lightsabers like who doesn't need eight lightsabers <laughs> just ridiculous <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. How's your day been? Good. Uh, long day at work. I'm excited to do a little Harry Potter uh, Midnight Tonight. So it's downloaded. It's ready to roll. I, I want to make sure I get those codes in because I want I get the, like, you know, I got the uh, deluxe. So I get the early access and I get the, uh, the hippogriff and uh, a couple other little things. So, yeah, man, I'm ready to roll. I just make sure I got to stay up now to, to that late because it's going to be a long <laughs> night, I think. But um, we, I'm, I'm here for it because I've been waiting for this game for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I know what long nights feel like, so I, I definitely sympathize with you there. There you go. The fun doesn't stop. You know, we've got another one tomorrow. We've got the Horseman tomorrow with PDX. He's coming on. I was I was up at 9 o'clock this morning, UK time, watching him play Miles Morales, Spider-Man. <laughs> and I was I was hunting for some stuff to use on the live. But yeah, he's he's going to a basketball game tonight. I think he, I saw. Oh, I did see. So that I should did, be fun. I did see something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it the Grizzlies? But yeah. Some of that. Something. But that's that's PDX, and that's tomorrow night. So tonight we have a special guest with us. I know that we haven't had a guest with us for the Star Wars stuff yet. But I know that when we we started this stuff, we reached out to a couple of people and said, you know, you can come on on your favorite movie if you want to talk about it. And Robbie B. Poppin is our guest. He graciously said. My favorite movie is Return of the Jedi, and I'm going to come on then. And we're going to talk about that. And it just so happened to be the same day as my birthday. So keeping with the tradition of 
bringing somebody onto the channel. Like we had Big Easy last year, this year we've got probably Pete Poppin coming on. So if anything goes from the relationship I gained with Big Easy, then it looks like Robbie B. Poppin could also be part of the crew going forward. American oh. community, now we get to torture you for your birthday, says Baby Ice. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just put yourself in the same community, exactly. Well, we appreciate everybody being here. Jeremy Knapp, thanks for stopping in tonight. But yeah, guys, we're five minutes in, so let's let's get my guest on. Let's bring on the fantastic Robbie B. Poppin, so you'll be able to check out his channel and he's got lots of lego stuff he joined us for lego lives the other week and we found him on the new year's eve live with bop it was a very fun live and yeah robbie's been pretty much here there and everywhere now he's he's on hangouts with baby ice and lj at night times and yeah he's everywhere so guys without further ado please welcome robbie b poppin hey 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 how's everybody doing um, so it's nothing like like yours, Ned. But um, you know, this this is my my own little toy that I oh. that I purchased. Um, so this it, this is one. <laughs> this is not one of the like collector ones or anything. It sort of is. Um, it it was like a hundred bucks, but but I bought it for my son's birthday last year, and he promptly broke the um, uh, the, um, oh, the saber part. Yeah, yeah, of it because it was just plastic or whatever. But the hilt is it's metal and it's cool. So, um, but that that is the extent of my lightsaber collection. <laughs> but I've got one, so I, I I took it from him because when he, you know, just destroyed the the saber part of it. Like I don't know, it was like a week after his birthday or something. I was like, okay, and uh, and then he just never really got into it. So um, I kept it for myself. So thanks, kiddo. Just need but, a new blade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I, I look forward to it. As uh, Ryan said, it's not his favorite movie, but it is mine, mostly because it when it came out, I did see it in the theater. My, my grandma and her sister, my great aunt Betty, actually took me and my brother to see it um, in the theater. They were thoroughly grossed out by Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> and um um and the um uh oh my god my mind just blanked the monster under the floor um oh rancor rancor thank you thank rancor yes uh they were thoroughly grossed out by rancor and jabba the hut but uh thankfully they they kind of muddled through and and because my brother and i enjoyed it so much and so it was a fun day and i remember it i was very young but uh, I don't know. I had to be nine or ten, but uh, saw it in the theater. Absolutely loved it, and continue to love it. Um, you know, it, as far as the movies go, it's definitely mm -hmm. my favorite. This is my first time actually watching it through properly and listening to the storyline and trying to, you know, follow it through because I've, I've probably watched all of them over time. I've never watched the final two Disney ones. I watched the first one with Ray, and then I think I gave up. So they're going to be fun, the last two of this series. But yeah, no, this one's a great one. This is, it, like I said in the intro, it's not my favourite of the original trilogy. I, I have to say probably Empire Strikes Back is probably my favourite in the trilogy after now watching it. And it's been fresh in my mind. But yeah, it, it's a great What do you guys think of the OG trilogy compared to the rest? Headless, what do you think? I mean, obviously, like your, your, your thoughts on the OG, yeah, I mean, OG, the OG trilogy is much better than either one of the other two. Um, yeah, for this movie, for me, 
as much as I love this movie too, it's still the third, my third favorite of the series because Empire, like I was telling you, um, I think it was off camera yesterday, that for me, you know, Empire Strikes Back is not only my favorite Star Wars movie, it's probably my, my favorite movie of all time. Um, I, you know, if, if I had to go to a uh, desert island and I was allowed to take one movie with me, I'd probably take an Empire because it's it's everything. You know, it's um, it's it's a little romantic to a point. It's it's got a lot of ton tons of funny lines and action, and it just has everything you want. And you know, the, the huge cliffhanger at the end. Um, the the toughest thing would be would, I wouldn't be able to continue the story then. But you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I love Return. Return for me was awesome because. I was like, I just remember in the being in the theater, and I, dude, I'm I'm sitting on the right side, and the theater is not huge, and I just all of a sudden when Luke ignites that green lightsaber on that um on that uh, little barge there, uh, dude, I was like, oh my god, like it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen on on, on film, you know, because um, anyway, you're you're not expecting it, you know, you're like, oh, he's got his blue saber probably back or something like that, and when the lights green, I just remember the audience going crazy. You know, and I'm probably only about eight years old here, um, even maybe seven at this point. But and again, I just I just remember that. And it was just I was in awe over it. And but yeah, I mean, I, I do love the movie. I mean, it's just hard because I I love the first two so much. Um, not that this is really that much of a step down. I guess maybe it's a little bit cheesier. I mean, I am an Ewok fan, but sometimes I think it's a little too much Ewok. Um, but you know, the final battle is amazing. And yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's still an A, so. Yeah, the Ewoks pull up my heart in this movie. I was I was watching it not like an hour ago and it was, yeah, they are very prominent in the movie, but they're cool, you know, they're, they're funny. Yeah, I'd have to say, <coughs> like, as far as parts of the movie that really stand out to me, as far as my favorite parts of the movie, it would start probably with um, the barge scene. Um, I think that that was really, really well done. It's one of my favorite parts of the movie. And then um, the speeder chase, of course, um, mm -hmm. was just insane. And of course, I know that we're going to review everything um, and go through it and talk a little bit more about those little spots. But um, and then, of course, uh, yeah, the the battle at the end and kind of um, uh, Anakin's return slash, you know, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> Vader's redemption kind of story at the end. So um, mm -hmm. really those, and the Ewoks as well. I, I, I'm a fan as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and the, one of the things I really did like about the movie, because when Empire, they basically split all the characters up and they're on all on their own little missions where they kind of do come back. Um, I know Leia kind of goes off in her little own part and then Luke eventually leaves at the end as well. But it's cool to see the whole gang back together like it was in the original. You know, that's that's like one of my favorite parts. And it didn't mm -hmm. start. The movie doesn't start with them together. So the kind of them, the, the action of them kind of coming together and, and the movie story kind of following them rejoining and, and meeting each other again. That was super cool. Yeah. Especially like, you know, when they get back from Jabba and Luke gets, comes back from Dagobah, you know, and just the way he walks in, he's like, count me in, too. And it was, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, lo I love that. Yep. Oh yeah. So I'm just literally starting the movie there, clicking it through, and we're starting with Vader. Doesn't look happy. So what what did I miss in the beginning? Who's he chasing? Are you talking about him arriving on the the new Death Star? That's correct. Yeah, he arrives on the new Death Star. Yeah, and then we because they're behind. Because they're they're behind schedule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That's why he's not happy. happy. And he tells him that the emperor is coming and he's like, we will double our efforts. (laughs) Yeah, because this is the first time we see the emperor in the OG series, right? We see him as a hologram in the second one. But this is the first time we see him in person. And for the amount of, for the very little lines that Ian McDermott has in this, he steals the show every time he's on screen. Mm -hmm. He's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, what did you think to the the, the second Death Star? Like, I wish they did. I liked that it was not complete and it kind of looked different. Mm-hmm. It kind of gave a good plot line because it, if it was complete, it would have been hard to continuity to to say that it was a different one. Well, and it, and it makes sense that you know that's why they have the shield generator on the uh, on the the forest moon of Endor. So it kind of makes mm-hmm. sense because if it's not completely operational, which that's what the rebels think, it's not operational. Um, so it's a nice little ploy by you know a nice little ploy by uh, by the emperor and invader and all them and you know um, so it, yeah it definitely made it look like it wasn't complete because like you said it literally like in my eyes I'm like did they build this thing overnight I mean because I don't think there's that much time that that went in between them finding Solo like I, I maybe a month I don't I don't even know if it's that long mm-hmm. like I don't get the idea that. It's that long of a time. Um, I mean, maybe it is. I, I know there's comics that there's a bunch of comics that there's stories that take place between the two movies. Um, I don't know exactly what the canon answer on that is, but okay. And then in in the movie, obviously, we we cut to Tatooine pretty early, don't we? And we we come up to some very probably my favorite scenes of the movie, or the beginning bit, because. It reminds me so much of when we watched Boba Fett and Mandalorian because, of the, you know, we get the scenes with the green, I don't know what they're called, the green pigs, what are they called? Okay, Gamorrean guards. Gamorrean yeah, guards, Gamorrean. that's it, okay, yeah. Yeah, we, we get those and we get to finally meet Jabba. We meet Jabba for the first time, don't we? I, 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 I could of. be completely wrong, so but I, I believe it's not, the first time You're not we wrong. It, 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 they did add in... Um, was it Empire? A New Hope. Um, they yeah, or A New Hope. They added um the scene in the in the hangar, um, where where Jabba arrives and speaks to Han Solo. And in the mm-hmm. original series, that was not there, so yeah. they computer added him. I guess it was New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and where you know Jabba threatens him and says, you know, you owe me a lot of money, blah blah blah. But whatever it is, he says. Yeah, actually, um, no, no, he doesn't. It's in the New Hope. He says um, he he's trying to get Han to go uh, do the. Uh, he's trying to actually get him to go come to go do the job, and that, then he, that, that so so the idea is that he does the job for Jabba in between four and five. Oh, right, 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 that's right. That's why later yeah. on he's like he's like you know I I dump I think he says that um, if I dump if you dump the it were yeah yeah because yeah. when he dumped Jabba, the cargo. Yeah, he saw this, he, there's some comment about him dumping the cargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So, okay. technically, you're right. It is the first time in the original screening, it's the first time we saw Jabba. Right. Um, and, and then they, they added him in, in 1999 or whenever they did the remake and, and, and the remastering and, and the re-release of, of them. Um, they, they did add that computer-generated Jabba mm-hmm. in. And then we, we, we pretty much, like, 15 minutes into the movie, we cut to a pretty good scene where we have somebody coming in with a droid. Is it 
just, is it Leia that comes in with the droids? Mm hmm. Yeah, she, as the bounty hunter. She comes. She, you're talking about coming in. She comes in with with Chewbacca. Yeah. The droids okay, arrive themselves. Yeah, she comes in with Chewie. Yeah. Cool. I, I wanted to ask you guys. I wanted to ask you guys, as the Star Wars fans, who is the 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 crazy fuzzy furball dude that's singing? He was added, and I don't know. Okay. They... Oh, the girl with like the long, like the long nose, lips, or yeah. whatever. And the and the crazy fuzzy guy with the big mouth and teeth. Oh and yeah, dude. It, oh, that was, guy. Was the growly guy. voice or whatever. He no, was added. Guy. I don't know any any information about like if if that's canon or if he's some kind of race that is in other Star Wars, you mm -hmm. know, stuff that's out there. I don't know. That dude kind of. I, like, I, I'm not a fan, but that dude you're talking about kind of looks like um, the creature in Mandalorian that Grogu forced forces out of the cave in the trailer. That's that's kind of who he looks like. Look. Oh, you're talking about the season three trailer? Yeah, because we were trying to figure it. out what kind of creature that was. It's kind of. Like, I haven't oh. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it because I am I'm wanting to be completely and totally uh, okay. surprised. So yeah, there's not a whole lot in there, but. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, and everybody's like, "Why don't you watch it? Why don't you watch it?" All my friends are like, yeah, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm gonna wait." Yeah. So I, I specifically have not just because I have this this nightmare that I have continuously had that that they're gonna fuck up season three and mess it up. But sorry for the f bomb. No, but it's, we're, we're so, so yeah, we have a, we have a bounty hunter come in with Chewie, and yep. they're, they're offering like this deal to Jabba and Jabba isn't really interested, but then they're holding us a very nice pop. It's like a beer of Funko Pop. I'm literally have my scene paused on the exact moment with the detonator right now. Yep. In in the hands. So yeah, that's that's really cool that you even know where I'm going with this line. <laughs> this is my holding a thermal detonator. There right. it this, is. This was my first grill I acquired with this one right here. Nice. That that very nice. I I approve wholeheartedly. <laughs> I love that. You, you know my you know my first grail. It's it's Damon. <laughs> Dude, there, was, there was a point in time um during COVID because I added like three tattoos during COVID. Because <laughs> like what else are you supposed to do besides get tattooed and uh and get fungal pops? Yeah. Dude, there was right? a point I I almost almost had got this tattoo on my back. Almost. But then I thought better of it because I'm like, eh, not sure if that's a. And so I ended up getting a Star Wars tattoo instead. Um, like, it's really nice, but um, I, I was close. I was close to that. So, as diehard fans, how long did it take you guys to know that this bounty hunter was Leia? Did you know instantly? Or were you fooled? I mean, I, I was young. I was yeah, young. I was I way too young. Yeah. So that, it was a surprise to me. But I, I don't know. It, it kind of looking back on it, like later on when I saw the movie later on in my life, I'm like, I think I maybe thought that, that was the case, like as a kid. But the thing was is that both A New Hope and Empire came out, and I was really, really young. And so at that point, we, you know, we didn't have a VCR. It, we, right. You know. I had seen. I mean, you had to wait every, like a year and a half for a movie to come out, like on a tape. You know, it was like a year and a half. Yeah, right. And and so for me, like I had seen Empire, and I think I had seen A New Hope, but A New Hope came out when I was three. So, yeah. 
you know, I was, I definitely remember wanting to see it. I remember kind of enjoying the movie. I remember understanding what was going on. Like I knew enough about Star Wars from, you know, schoolyard talks with my friends and all that kind of stuff about like what the movie was and what the story was and kind of that. But as far as knowing that was Leia, I don't know. Like yeah. later on, I, fig- I I assumed when I was an adult, seeing it later after the, the remaster or whatever, you know, seeing it again after so many years, I was like, oh, that's Leia. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I mm-hmm. remembered it or if I was like figured it out when I was little beforehand. I don't know. Just jump into the chat. Make sure we say hello to everybody. Uh, Anthony Blaze is shouting at me in the chat as always. Everybody knows <laughs> hey, Anthony. Anthony Blaze likes to shout at me. Fungo, Funko, thanks for being here, buddy. I appreciate you. Hey, uh, thank you, everybody, for the for the amazing birthday messages. Um, Papa Missouri says, "Is my Jar 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 in this one? Is my man Jar Jar in this one?" No, no, he's Bantha fodder. Yeah. He is Bantha. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> He's not yeah, in this Ned one, and, unfortunately. Ned and I agree about our our wholeheartedly our opinions on on um, Jar Jar Binks and uh, Anthony yeah, Blaze says Dan I, Ryan doesn't even say just, hi hello Anthony I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I, one thing I didn't notice when we were on the live I think because we had a lot of people and your picture wasn't so big Ned but we both have dimples which I thought is very interesting they're, they're very distinct oh like over here yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got I, I big. So, yeah. everybody yeah. has always told me about mine it's good evening Mr. Umpty Scratch thing. Thank Humpty you, everybody, for being here. Umpty's was just saying hello. He just said happy birthday. And oh, Baby Ice is letting everybody know to smash the like button. Use the Jedi Force to smash that like button. Please do. Baby and Ice is awesome. Head, Headless dropped a link earlier on to Robbie B. Poppins' Instagram. So make sure you go over there, follow, subscribe, do all those things that we do as content creators. You know, it's basically, sure. it's basically public stalking, but, you know, it, it's fine. We, we 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 appreciate it and we we, we accept it over here. <laughs> I, have, I have to think if I have anything embarrassing on there. So I I think naked pool pics are only on Facebook. But Anthony, you don't <laughs> need to leave. We're we're just pulling your leg. <laughs> Love you, Anthony. Stay. <laughs> we're just getting started. So yeah, we get the infamous scene, don't we? In in the story, I, I love this part. It, it's very well done. We 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 get handbag. Leia releases him from the carbonate under the watchful eye of Jabba. We don't know that at the first. I do have to say, kind of like, obviously they didn't know back then, but having Boba Fett in the scene and where he kind of gives her a nod and everything, him, of course, not knowing that it's Leia Mm. um, when she's the bounty hunter because she pulls out the thermal detonator and and Jabba's impressed and, and Boba Fett's impressed because he's a bit... A bounty hunter as well. Um, I thought that was pretty neat, especially now that we've got the other um, shows and the other information and kind of like the things that happened after the Sarlacc pit, you know, and, and I know that we're getting to that scene next, but um, I thought the nod in this, especially after seeing Book of Boba Fett was super cool and, and just kind of watching it again now after seeing the Mandalorian, picking up on those kind of additional little things makes me, really enjoy the movie that much more i like it a lot more mm-hmm. it's super cool i think it's a i think it's a i think it's just like a, it's a sign of respect because you know he he obviously he he, he knows who yep. Chewie is 
you know, he knows what a Wookiee is. So I think it's, yeah, it's a huge sign of, of you know, respect saying, oh man, you grew, you grew up a Wookiee. Good job. And, yeah. You know, does he know if it's Chewbacca? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. many and Wookiees are walking around, but. Yeah, I think they said Chewbacca, and and he probably knew enough that it was there. And I don't know if if he was saying congrats on getting on getting Chewbacca or getting a Wookiee or congrats on pulling out a thermal detonator because the nod is is like after, yeah. and then she agrees to the you know bounty price and blah blah blah. You know, and yeah, so I don't know if it was like like cool you pulled out a thermal detonator to to you know whatever. Um, like good move or cool sure. you got the bounty or you got the bounty you know chewy bounty whatever and um, or maybe both yeah who knows but do you uh ryan do you want to you want before we keep going further do you want to um do you want to show that scene or uh, sure. you know, let's let's talk about the barge first and then when he first uses it we'll we'll pull it out yeah yeah that's yeah i was going to suggest that the, is that the barge yeah. when when he goes out right okay yeah, so that's the first so time we, we see we the would, green lightsaber. Mm -hmm. Well, we would literally just got to the point in the movie where Han is released from the carbonite and yep. Leia's talking to him, and he's a little bit blinded. He doesn't understand where he is and what's going on. And it's Leia's voice that I love how she takes the mask off, and as soon as she takes the mask off, we lose the alien style voice, yeah. and it's back to her. And yeah, I like that. It, it's a it's a very good scene. And then we we cut to. Jabba, and he is talking with his his friend with the snake, snake tail around his shoulder. I don't know his name. I, I do apologize. Ben Fortuna. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a cool character, and he is. A, he, he looks like he's leaving the the arena with back Jabba, and he comes across a Jedi. Luke Skywalker turns up. And he is telling him that he needs to go see Jabba. And he's using his mind tricks, of course, and it's working. So he gets an introduction with Jabba and he explains to Jabba that he must be he must be seen. He must be spoken to. And Jabba tells him, the big one. he's using an old Jedi mind trick on you. You you know, you're weak and all this kind yeah. of stuff. And Luke doesn't, I don't even think Luke realizes because Luke tries to use it on Jabba in, in the movie and it doesn't work. And Jabba tells him, your mind tricks don't work on me, fool, yeah. basically. And I really enjoyed that. And and yeah, then he's standing on a grid. Uh, C-3PO, R2-D2, no, C-3PO does try to warn him, but but it gets shut down. He doesn't he doesn't listen, does he? Because he says, Master Jedi, you're standing on a grid. And then it, it, yeah, he ends up falling through the shaft. We come to the scene with the Rancor. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And it was a very good shot from... Boba, the rancor I, is I that, didn't see anything different. Yeah, uh, the the cool thing about the rancor is that what they also did in Boba Fett as well with the rancor, and it always kind of struck me funny that the trainer was so like he was crying over this monster mm -hmm. that that had just been killed by Luke Skywalker, and and it always was like, why is he crying? It was always kind of one of these weird things that I was like, okay, that's that's kind of whatever, and that's kind of silly. But then learning more about the Rancor and, and their history and, and how they're trained and like the connection that a mm -hmm. Rancor has with, with its owner when, when they first removed the blinders and everything. So getting that kind of backstory about Rancor mythology or whatever the case is um, was super cool. And again, it, it made the, the trainer guy being upset 
much less silly and much less kind of superfluous. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and and pointless. Like in the original movie, it's like, okay, what what does that really advance the story? Is it like does it mean anything? What what is that? That just doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. Um, but yeah. So one of I, one of the cheesiest ways for a big monster to go down. It is so funny. When it yeah. happens, it just closes the door on him, and he's, he's that's it. Yeah, I, I I liked it as a kid. I thought it was super cool. Yeah. Again, my yeah. my grandma and my great aunt were both super grossed out. But I, I just you know. I just remember I remember yelling like, "Oh, I just liked it, bro! What are you doing?" <laughs> but, but then we yeah. find out later that he didn't even have it on him. Right. So, so another sacrilege question from a non-Star Wars fan: uh, Who's the blue dude? <laughs> Who's the, wait, who's wait, the blue wait. dude with the long snout? Oh, long the, ears. I, the dude that's playing the piano. That's Max Rero. What are you talking about, Max. bro? You don't know Max? I know he's in the band, but he is, yeah, we think he, he died. keeps surviving. Yeah, we think he died in uh, Boba Fett, but I, I, I've heard that he might be coming back again <laughs> when they blew up the cantina. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's yeah. Uh, Quick little story there. He, the actor is, um, I can't remember his name right now, but I, he's going to he's going to ICCC in Tennessee. Oh, um, nice! Which I will be at. So I need to find myself a Max Rebel Funko Pop now. Do they have? Yeah, one? I, I think they gonna go one? maybe to Liverpool because we're gonna have Bella Ramsey, and she's only like thirty-five bucks for an autograph. So wait, 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 wait. what's happening with Bella Ramsey? She's gonna go to a, a Liverpool Comic Con in the UK this year. Are you and going? She, she's like, I might try and go because it's really cheap and it's like thirty five dollars for a signature. So, oh, I definitely want that. I'll send you. I'll have to send you my pop. Liliana Mormont. Yeah. Yeah, bro, that's Max. Even I knew that. Right. Well, after Headless said it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we come to the infamous barge scene. We are introduced to a creature in the ground, and they are feeding the enemies, the bad guys, into this ground. To be eaten we later obviously found out in boba more to do with the creature and i think that was pretty cool when we see him in is it is he in slave one when he's shooting it yeah it was yeah yeah no i, I love that in boba one of the one of the most amazing scenes that we watched so yeah we're, we're at the barge scene had this do you want me to you want to explain what this clip is that we're going to be showing or um well okay yeah i can um so you know during the barge scene we get to see that uh you know luke does that the R2 and R2 shoots off the lightsaber, which is why he didn't have it during the Rancor fight. And um, so there is a deleted scene um, that was never made it, that never made it to the movie or the special edition. Um, so it's about 20 seconds long. It's, it's rather short, but there is a scene that um, we get to see Luke uh, constructing his lightsaber, actually his new one uh, before R2 and C3PO actually jump over to the, uh, to the um you know his castle or whatever um so let's go ahead and play it it's about 20 seconds nice Luke. Luke. Nice. Green lightsaber. Yeah. Right after that, in the deleted scene, you see um, R2D2 and C3PO leave to go to the canteen, or I mean, sorry, to Jabba's Palace. And they also write 
just after that, they show a shot of the Millennium Falcon in the sand, in the distance, kind of yeah. below yeah. this cave that he's in, yep. which I thought was pretty cool and would have been cool for continuity's sake if we had seen that in the original movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gives him the nod. Lando's there in his his outfit, hiding in disguise. Then, like you said, yeah, I I, I want to question the the attire of. Han Solo because he looks like he's wearing a chef's white outfit when he comes out and I'm like what's he wearing <laughs> okay so this droopy McCool so here so here's here's droopy droopy is pretty awesome huh man right, here we go so there's droopy McCool wow yeah so he's he's something else I'm not sure exactly what's happening up here um but yeah he is uh pretty cool and he's related to everyone's favorite Max Rebo there's Max. There you go. Okay. He looks sad. And he is a fan favorite that everybody goes crazy if he dies. Everyone loves him. And then, of course, then we have the computer-generated size noodles, which this is actually probably from uh, Clone Wars or something. But um, Yeah, that completely took me out of the movie. I was yeah, completely yeah. sidetracked. Yeah, it's a we, don't, we don't acknowledge... This I, I I expected that to be in something like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Other one. I, yeah. If you've all seen no. Who Framed Roger Rabbit or something, I'm yeah, I can imagine that character being in there or like mm-hmm. Men in Black. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Worse than Jar Jar. Yeah, Worse than Jar Jar. Well, at least we don't have to deal with that. I, I can fast forward that scene and never have to see her again. So. Exactly. Just fast forward it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luke Luke does the fantastic scene where Jabba says, put him in the hole, and then he jumps off the pirate board and then kind of flings himself back up with the force and grabs the lightsaber in the air, does a somersault, and then yeah, he betrays to go on a slaying spree with his green lightsaber. Which is which is pretty cool. I'm guessing that that's a, a Funko moment as well. The the barge scene. It is. Um, in yeah. fact, they're they're just coming out with a new one, um, which yeah. is super cool. Um, they're releasing the first two, which is Luke Skywalker and oh, who was it? It wasn't, um, wasn't Boba, was it? Mm, it was Boba? It might have been. Was Lando on the barge? Is it? Um, I guess I'm trying to think. But is it the? Is is it the smaller barge? Not the one. Um, it's not the one when they jump onto the um, the actual ship, yeah. right? Right. So I'm guessing that they're. I'm looking at the picture now and remembering the Funko because the Funko they're doing it in series and they're releasing the first two and then I think there's either going to be six or seven. I think there's six, but you can join them together to make the whole barge. But I believe it's not Jabba's barge. It's the smaller barge that they're on getting ready to toss them into the Snarlack pit. So the Snarlack um, pit. Okay. And looking at the, yes. So it's definitely the smaller barge. Um, and it has to be, I'm just looking at the scene here. Chewie's on the barge. Um, Chewie, Lando, there's a couple, um, Hans there. I'm really surprised I can't find this on uh, on, the, on the internet. How, how is this not on there? 
I just saw the release of it like a week ago, so I it's know, brand I, new. I remember seeing a picture of it. I could have swore I saw yeah. a picture of this. I saw a picture too. It, it's definitely the smaller barge. The one that yeah, the one that they swing to after it just before it blows up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they're releasing that. Like I said, it's a series, and each one is going to come with like a piece of the barge that you like snap together to make the full barge, and then a a, a character with it. So, like, the, instead of a base, um, they did that with kind of like the um, uh, some of those larger pops that were um, like I've got Kitty Pride that was like an exclusive or something that's like a larger thing, and and you can join to make. Yeah, there it is, Chewbacca, and so it's on the right hand side there. Yeah, so, yeah, so Chewie and uh, and Luke. Jeremy Knapp said it's going to have Luke, Han, Lando, Boba Fett, Chewie, and one of the pirates. Okay, so there, yeah, there you go. So that's what it's gonna look like. The chewy looks super awesome. I love it. Yeah, it does actually look cool. I like that they do that kind of stuff. That they make stuff that I feel like I need collectors this, like, need to collect to connect longer. it. This lightsaber needs to be longer. What, what's up with that? Yeah, I mean, get, I don't. I, I do have to wonder if they're going to be all target exclusive as well, which I don't mind. That's that's awesome. Well, wasn't know? the one? Wasn't the one that did they, when the one they did with the Sith? Wasn't that GameStop exclusives? All all four. I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. So just skipping through no, notable moments. Does is it uh, Boba Fett? Does he fall into the Sarlacc pit in this movie? He does. Yeah. Yeah. During this scene. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I wasn't one hundred percent sure if it was him or not. Yeah, he he falls into the Sarlacc pit, which is really cool because we obviously in this trilogy we believe that that's the end of him. We we don't know anything different. Yep. And then yeah, we, yep. we come to the the, the movie Bilbo's Fett series and we find out that he he kind of kept himself alive in there and, and it was, it was well, pretty it was cool. Pretty for cool. Thirty plus years. So that's what everybody. Yeah, does. right. Thirty plus years. Um, speaking of which, and I will say, uh, while I'm you know bagging all of the crap that they did to this movie to destroy it. Um, when they did the remastering and the re-release, what they did to the Sarlacc pit was just dumb. Like yeah. adding the, the fucking sorry again, uh, mouth and the dumb crap. Like why, crackheads? Why are you doing this crap? Stop it! <laughs> Stop messing up my movie because it looks horrible. I mean, they didn't even for two thousand or ninety nine or whenever the heck it was. Matrix looked better than this crap. Like they could, if they could do Matrix in '97, they could have done a better job with the Sarlacc. They made it look like a Muppet. Like why? Uh. <laughs> and I get it. Like, okay, rant mostly over. And I get it. George Lucas, like what he has said through the very beginning, and his whole answer for Jar Jar Binks and blah 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 is that Star Wars is for kids. And yeah. okay, fine. You know, so the fact that it looks like a Muppet, okay, maybe that's the the feel they were going for or something. I don't know, but I get it. It's supposed to be for kids, but they could have done better. The original was far better. That just, you know, that with, with some, you know, tendrils coming out was fine. <laughs> mm. and, and that's why we, we, we decided to bring Robbie on guys. Cause we know that he's very passionate about this movie and, <laughs> I and, am. and he, he definitely has some thoughts to share with us. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we basically they, they they get away they the ill blows up doesn't it the, the ship blows up 
Yep. I like how it's it's only just hovering above the sand, and then it blows up and it just dips, and that's it. <laughs> yep. It's now landed on the sand, and then yeah, the the crazy explosion. They 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 fly off screen. They 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 all get away pretty much, and then we cut to the Death Star. Yep. And... I thought it was interesting that they put the like the wreckage of the barge in. I believe it was also Boba Fett. Was it not? Oh, yeah, we get to see the end of it. Yeah, the record of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, I kind of feel like scavengers would have kind of traveled out and, and, you know, recycled the aluminum or something, you know, or grabbed, you know, there would have been people scavenging that more than, but I thought it was kind of cool nod to the movies in in the new stuff that's been released, but um, not necessarily believable as far as it still being there as, as a wreckage, but whatever. So yeah, we we see uh, the emperor he goes to and Dagobah. Vader. Yeah, he yeah, goes to and he's talking to, to him. And we cut to Luke going to Dagobah. Yep. And yeah, quite a, a, a sad scene. And then I think headless. And then we, the emperor. I had a question in an earlier episode regarding Yoda and Grogu, and you said just wait because we'll get to a point which is impossible because something happens. I forgot that we lose Yoda in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I, 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 it, it, it kind of hit me in the feels a little bit watching it yesterday and today because I, I watched it twice and I was like, damn, he does die in this one. He turns into the, the Force Ghost and stuff. So, ghost, yeah. yeah, it was a pretty crazy. Any, any thoughts on, on Yoda? If, before we move on, any, anything want to say anything about that? Nine hundred years you reach, look as good you will not. <laughs> one of my favorite I, I, lines from the movie. I always thought that it was weird that he died all of a sudden. I mean, whatever. You know, I guess I guess he's old, but like he's training him. And again, like how much time has really passed? That's where I, that's where the original trilogy kind of gets me a little bit. Is how much time has actually passed in between these episodes? Like I can understand, like even even if you think about the New Hope, from what we learned with Han, he's got to go at the end of the at the end of the movie because he's got a bounty on his head. And then the, one of the first things he says when they're back at, at Echo Base, he's like, he's like, I got to I gotta do whatever I, whatever he says. I can't remember what he says. He's like, I got a bounty on my head. And it's like, okay, so how long have you had this bounty on your head? Like, I don't know how many years we are supposed to think of his past. Because I'm like, dude, if you had a bounty on your head, it can't be years. I would think it wouldn't be years, you know? I mean, I you think Jabba would let it go eventually. Like, <laughs> you would, yeah, no. <laughs> like... Yeah. Really, it's just it's just a little odd, I guess. It's just the, the yeah. timing and the timing in these in these movies are just a little weird. We don't really ever get anything. I mean, I, I got something I can always look up. I'm sure there's something out there in canon, but because I know there's a ton of a ton of comic books made for in between both of these movies, really. Yeah, yeah. and and ultimately, I'm you know personally, I'm while I do enjoy Clone Wars, I enjoyed Bad Batch. I enjoyed uh, Mandalorian very much. And then, of course, the Book of Boba Fett. And the connection in all of these places, what I usually look for as a fan and a Star Wars kind of fan is to be entertained. Did they do a good job with the story? That kind of thing. I am not so much canon crazy. Like, I, I, you know, I'm not so much yeah. um, one to say, well, that's not canon or, or to, you know, poo-poo a, a scene or a, a show or an episode. Uh, whether it be Clone Wars, Bat Batch, whatever, because, you know, that's not canon or that's not this or that. 
So I'm I'm a bit different in that way. A lot of my friends kind of, you know, <laughs> give me shit for that. But yeah, you know, whatever. It is what it is. If I like the movie and it's entertaining to me, then then I'm I'm easy. Mm -hmm. So Luke goes to R two D two, being sad that Yoda's died, and he goes to him. He says, "I can't do it, R two. I can't do this alone. I can't go on alone." And then he gets another visit from Ben Ben Kenobi and says, "Yoda will always be with you." And he talks to him about his father, Luke Darth Vader, and he explains to him that he's more machine than he is man now, and that he is no longer Anakin and he's now just Darth Vader. And he, because he, he feels betrayed that he never told him that you know that that, that he was basically his father. So because he all the way through that, when he finds out, he's more upset with why didn't Ben tell me? Why didn't Ben tell me? You know. Yeah. So I think maybe Ben probably should have told him. Going forward, I think he should have given that information and said, "Look, the bad guy. We, we, we're training you to be a Jedi because you're the guy that's going to hopefully save this thing. And your dad is the guy that was supposed to be this person, but turned out to be bad. But he gives him quite good information just before we cut to the the rebels. He says Yoda told them of another. Yoda says that there is another. And I'm I'm guessing in this movie it's referencing Leia." You know, because they're, the, they're they're twins, and he doesn't know he doesn't know about Leia just yet. But I I I don't know. I don't think Leia is the other. I think there's another that could be Grogu. It could not be. But we'll see. But yeah, and uh, people think I might be wrong because he's been trained as a Mandalorian, and how is he going to save the Jedi? If he's a Mandalorian, doesn't become a Jedi. But we'll see. I, I would like Yoda to be a Jedi, in, in my opinion, not a Mandalorian. I but think yeah, you think he'll be both? Mm -hmm. I, think mm -hmm. he, I think he'll be the second ever Mandalorian Jedi. That's what I think. Yep. Uh, yep. The, fir the first Gro one is the one who created the the dark saber, and so the second one would be Grogu. I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, so really quick, the original trilogy um, years. So uh, BBY. So that's before the Battle of Yavin. So. Rogue One and A New Hope take place in zero BBY. Empire Strikes Back takes place in three BBY. So it's three years later. And I mean, I guess it makes sense. And then um, Return of the Jedi is set in four BBY. So it's one year later. So here's what, here, here, here's, here's the real, like, again, I, I understand, like, he got burned, right? But it says Luke Skywalker is 19 years old in A New Hope, and he completes his Jedi training at 23 years old. Anakin Skywalker is 45 years old when he dies. I mean, he looks a little older than that. <laughs> Which is why they probably replaced him with Anakin in special edition. Because, or was it special edition? No, they didn't even know. It wasn't even a special edition. I don't think. Yeah, I don't have a clue. I, I believe it was. Uh, <laughs> it was after. The, at the same time. Yeah, it was at the same time that they added the. Um, the musician and you know the, the well, could have been dying because Hattie Hayden wasn't even part of Star Wars yet when they released all those special editions. So I know there was another re there was another release. Too. Oh, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, after when the did prequels? When when did um the third prequel come out? What year was that? Five. Oh, okay. All right. So I think it. I I want to say it was 2010. They did kind of a. 10 year anniversary yeah. of the remastering, I want to say. Um, or a five year, or something. Mm -hmm. but. One, of, one of my favorite scenes in the next part uh, when we're in the Rebel base is um, 
Han saying goodbye to the Millennium Falcon when, when it, it looks like he's he says a line, doesn't he, that he may never see it again. It feels like he's uh, I not. I feel gonna... like I'm never going to see her again. Yeah, which yeah. We, of course we know he does, but yeah. Two. It says 2004. There was a DVD release, Return of the Jedi, and that's when uh, the original, who was Sebastian Shaw, was replaced by Anakin Skywalker, who was um, Hayden Christensen. So it was 19 2004. So right before Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Interesting. So then, please educate me. What what planet do we go to with Luke and everybody? Endor. The four. Yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a moon. The moon. Yeah, it's a moon. Okay. So when we well, never mind. That's that's a conversation for next weekend or two weekends from now when we talk about Rise. But okay. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not sure about rise i don't think i've seen it but yeah so we're on the moon of endor and here this is you know it's a very playful scene so we, we find some some ewoks and yeah that at first we don't know if they're friendly or not because they kind of hiding behind a log from them and not knowing what's going on they're, they're very funny they're very cute but they also can seem to be very dangerous at the same time once they're all together you know i like the noises well, that they make while i'm queuing this up ryan just one quick thing mm -hmm. that i will say is the the um, addition of the special effects, which happened right before the time you were talking about right here, um, is something that they added that I really did like. They they did actually add in the remastering. Okay. They added like a lot of lights on the on the fleet on the the Empire fleet, and um, some of the big star cruisers and everything had um, extra like blue lights added and and stuff like that. It 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 was a bunch of subtle stuff. But it really did, it made the kind of the space shots right before they get to Endor, before the Rebels yeah. arrive on Endor, it made it much more realistic. And, and as far as the remastering and the, and adding of, of graphics, you know, I, I was kind of neither here nor there on the on the whole Halo when the, when the Death Star explodes. We'll get to that. But uh, the space scenes and kind of the space shots that they that they kind of spruced up, I really, really liked. That was one of the things that they added that I liked. So I just wanted to kind of throw that yeah, in no, there no. because there, there's a scene right before they arrive on Endor where... Yeah, no, um, both of you, please feel to, feel free to jump in at any point because I'm, I'm not a, a biggest Star Wars fan as you guys, so if I, I could easily look over something. <laughs> yeah. Like, I came in here tonight and you guys were talking about Luke and a green lightsaber. I didn't even realize it changed color. <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> But that's See, why we did this. That's why we did this this week because it, 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 it Ryan, made me more of a fan because we're digging into stuff. You're kicked out of the club. You, you, uh, <laughs> really, uh, you've lost your Star change. Wars card. Okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> I'll just leave you two to run the show. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired, Ryan. Crazy. You're fired. No, but now you know. See, this is kind of stuff you can learn, which is super cool. So I want to know: Was Warwick Davis in one of these Ewok suits? Yep. Yeah, he's, he's wicked. He's wicked. He's, wicked. he's, the, one who yeah, he's, he's wicked. the main one. He's the, all the interaction between um, Carrie Fisher, the, uh, Princess Leia, and um, the, the Ewok. So that Ewok okay. thing is wicked. Um, he was like breakout star of, of the show at the time when it was released, uh, or the movie when it was released. Um, all the kids, including myself, my brothers, all my friends at school, their favorite part of the, the Return of the Jedi movie was wicked. We absolutely loved that Ewok. I don't know why, but it's a thing. And and of course the 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 uh, speeders 
the speeder in the in the forest and the you know ah, ah, hitting the tree stump you know and it's we, cool. we love that but uh yeah breakout star of the movie and still one of my favorite characters to this day is is wicked and yes that is work davis okay as well, as I, a kid i, I, he I was will young, give you young. one of my my pet peeves scenes of the the whole movie i really don't like the the whole scene through the woods chasing on the bikes and stuff why why it just it just looks janky it just looks yeah. weird the sound it's it, and i feel like it drags on too much wow yeah, i'm really taking your star wars card i mean really <laughs> wow yeah like you have these little furry fuzzballs standing there and then the next minute this ship comes flying with high speed and it doesn't really knock them very far just a little bit you know when they crash into them and i don't know and maybe i need to re-watch these scenes but yeah i was a little bit weird by it i, I prefer things Whatever. in space it's all good ryan go ahead poo poo my favorite scene in the movie go ahead <laughs> great scene. one one oh. of my favorite scenes uh, wow. anyway whatever and you gotta remember you guys are the star wars fans i'm a star wars fan but not not to the point where i noticed different colored lightsabers and well, let me just say that when I saw that scene in the theaters, nothing had ever, ever, ever been done, even remotely close to that speeder scene in in the in the woods in the forest. It it was insanely impressive in the eighties. Insanely, impressive. I've literally I mean, got it watching was, now, and it, it but, is pretty cool. Like you know, Luke chops the front of it off, and it goes spinning into a tree and. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. that's pretty cool. So some of the scenes are really cool, but I do think that they added a lot of stuff there that they, they probably could have just cut out a little bit, a little bit more of it. But it is, yeah, that, it that's is just very original too. It, they didn't change a lot in in the speeder bike scene. A lot of mm-hmm. that was in the original movie. The sounds that you're talking about, the pew pews, the spinning, and Luke cutting it off. All of that, in in addition to the explosions and the fire, all of that was in the original movie. Okay, yeah. So then we, we we cut to another scene where Leia's being cute with with Wicket, feeding it some what looks like some sort of bread or something. He's he's doing pretty cool, and she takes her helmet off and he freaks out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely I freaks think... out with his spear. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I believe it <laughs> it's was not chocolate. Hurt but you. It might have been white chocolate because maybe they changed it to white. But I I always believed when I was a kid that it was a candy bar. I was just looking. That's it just, just looked white. So yeah, I assumed bread, but it, it looks. I noticed that. I'm like, candy. oh, I thought he, I thought he gave her chocolate, or I, I thought she gave him chocolate, but um, it, they don't actually say what it is. It's no. some kind of ration, so it, it probably was disgusting. But he liked it. But should have given him the script for Willow. Then he would have freaked out even more. Or or a Hershey's bar, or you know, whatever. What did you say? Should have gave him the the script for Willow. He would have freaked out even more. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> while i don't disagree um okay <laughs> yeah we cut to the 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 death star again and we we see the, i think it's the introduction of the first time we see the red guards is that the first time we see the red guards in the in the franchise Imperial guards, mm. yeah. yeah they're pretty cool yeah, yeah. except yeah, except that there room. were yeah that was way before the the speeder bike scene though you're you're going way back because the, they did show the red guards when the emperor arrived and he's already there 
He's oh, already on okay. the Death Star. He's the Emperor's already arrived. Yeah, the, yeah I just watched Vader come down the lift to go talk to, and then I see the two right. guards. So they did. The Emperor did arrive before the speeder bike scene, and the speeder bike scene happens. Um, and so they do actually show the Red Guard for the very first time was then, which was actually before the um, speeder bike okay. scene. Yeah, and the Emperor tells Vader that. The passion is strong with Luke, and that will be his downfall. And he did also tell him, he told him to remain on the command ship. So he, he kind of disobeyed an order that was given to him, which is yep. good, you know, good storytelling and foreshadowing for what's to come. A small rebel force has penetrated the shield and landed on Endor, says Vader. Very and interesting. I just love them. the Emperor. Yeah. And he doesn't say Skywalker, he says my son, which I thought that was very interesting as well. When he's speaking mm -hmm. to the Emperor, he didn't say young Skywalker is with them. He said my son is with them. So, and that might be, um, you know, kind of one of the first small things that they did in the script to kind of foreshadow what happens at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah. And, and then going forward again with the storyline, we, we cut back to Endor. And it, one of my favorite scenes of this movie was when the Ewoks capture the group. You know, they yeah. they capture them and they're holding them hostage and they've got hand stuck to a pig, like a, stuck to a stick, like a pig roast. And I think next they're just going to start putting them under a fire and start spinning them. We're going to get cooked, cooked ham, ham, you know. It works like they that. And then, yeah, <clears throat> we, we get the revelation that Obviously, C-3PO can understand it, him and understand them because he's trained in how many, how many million languages. And I, I think it's pretty cool that he's just there as a, a plot device to be able to understand any foreign language that the listener doesn't quite understand with their ears. Right. And, and yeah, we, yeah, we come up with the revelation of like, well, why don't you tell them? Luke tells him, tell them to release us or you'll use your powers. And and he and he's, he tells like them and obviously powers? nothing. Yeah. yeah, what powers? Nothing happens. And then Luke goes into his Zen state. I love how Luke, whenever he uses the, the the Force, he has to go into a Zen state. You know, he has to go like, hmm, and then he can use it. <laughs> That's not how the Force works. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so is this, do you guys like this scene? Or am I picking out a scene that's not good? Yeah. Oh, it's right. Cool. I, yeah, yeah I, as a kid, I liked it a lot. You know, and I, I was... Uh, as an adult watching it back, I liked it as well. And um, yeah, so right after this, of course, while they're in kind of moving forward um, is when Luke tells Leia that, you know, you're my sister, which of course, when this scene happened as an adult later on watching it, I thought some of the previous interactions in some of the other movies between Luke and Leia were really gross, uh, <laughs> like where they were kissing and, I was like, okay, they were way too familiar to be brother and sister before. Like, don't you know? And then looking it back, like knowing that they're brother and sister, I, watching those scenes again in A New Hope and Empire, I was like, ew. <laughs> well, then I'm going to have to kick you from the team because I'm a Game of Thrones yeah. fan and I love incest. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm if I'm a, getting kicked I, to the if I'm getting kicked to the the curb because I didn't like a speeder thing. <laughs> well, 
Um, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I, no, I, it, it was a bit weird. Mild incest, you know, you know, whatever. But um, I, I, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I was like, okay, you know, you're kissing yeah. your brother. I think it was Cloud City. I think I want to say, but no, it, no, um, no. It's, it happens early in the movie when she, yeah, she's basically making Han jealous. Is why she even does it. The yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, and they have, and at that point, they have absolutely no idea. And I don't even know if George knew at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he asked her about her mother, and she says that she died when she was young, and she never knew her mother. Yeah, I don't think she ever actually had those type of feelings for Luke. I think she, I think it was more to make Han jealous. Uh, Yeah. Because then you see what happens later in the movie, so. The other thing I thought was. only seen that she ever acts like that with him. Right. And, and. I thought it was interesting that Luke asked her, do you remember your mother? Mm-hmm. Because like if, and of course, obviously we're, we're getting the same thing in that, you know, obviously back when um, this movie happened, they didn't know about the prequels and nobody did, you know, until years and years later. Um, but she died in childbirth. Basically, so Leia would not technically have been able to remember yeah. anything about her real mother. So but I, again, I, I mean, was, yeah, yeah, but the the canon answer for that is because she does she does she is force sensitive. Yeah, so she's still right. able to you know bring those you yeah. know those type of images to her head or, or even to the point where she could have been a Jedi. I believe, uh, like her surviving the whole space thing in the later movies and shit, you know, was super cool and everything but it, it was very obvious and they have established now that we've seen some of the other stuff they've established that she is actually very strong and very powerful and could have easily become a jedi if, yep. if that kind of was the storyline or whatever which i thought was super cool part i i wasn't a big fan of the of the later movies and the stuff and i know you're going to get to them but um eh. but that part it's obvious she's very powerful, which I thought was super cool that they were able mm-hmm. to do it, and and that the fact that they were able to get Carrie Fisher to do it, which was super cool as well. Mm-hmm. So, and I like the next scene. One of my favorite. I probably say this quite a lot through this movie, but the scene with Vader and Luke on the on the bridge standway where they're talking with each other. Mm. Yep. I, I think that's one of the best scenes because it, it literally the. The, the hero and the villain of the entire show and they're just having a normal conversation there's no threat between any of them you know they, they could have had a, a whole holy war right there a whole lightsaber battle on the ship on that on yeah. that landing and they don't yeah. and, i know and they're so good in you which is why i know you won't take me before yeah. the emperor now blah 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 blah. yeah yep which he ends up doing and then my father is truly dead ah mm-hmm. and that's where he talks about his lightsaber because he mm-hmm. he he actually. I see you have constructed a new lightsaber. And he fires up the yep. green one. Yeah. Yep. Your skills are complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done. That's literally the, the lines that are on my screen right now. That your skills are complete. <laughs> Crazy. And then we see General Akbar. Is that right? His name? Yeah. It's a trap. Admiral Akbar. Admiral, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the name of this episode, guys. It's a trap. Star Wars, Episode Six review, <laughs> and then yeah, we're literally just hopping back. So we we end up throughout the rest of this movie pretty much. As I'm clipping through now, we have scenes yep. with Vader and, where they bounce back and, and then the bounce rebel. back to Endor and then bounce back and then bounce back. We're trying to get the shield down, yada yada yada. Yeah, 
and we i like all the scenes with the red leaders and the gold leaders and they you know they i like i've always liked that that kind of stuff in the show when they they go through all that stuff it's very strategic and it's pretty early on when luke kind of enters into the 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 final um situation like they 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 bring luke before the emperor and there's still almost an hour left in the movie like he and he Mm -hmm. bam he's there and then of course they're they're bouncing back to the battle and and to endor to try to get the shield down and yada 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 but um i thought that part was was cool as well it's that he was just there and and that it's drawing it out very dramatically yeah and they're basically showing luke that there's no escape his you know his his side of the his side of the people are going to lose in this battle and stuff and you, you you do also kind of see that the the empire aren't really trying to do anything bad they're just trying to get away they're just trying to stay you know they're just trying to get time to to fill it it seemed before they could fire the weapon you know the death star well i mean it's oper- it's operational they their, their whole plan was to try to get them to come through the shield, but then they find out the shield is actually up. So, I mean, I think it's pretty much operation. I mean, maybe not the whole movie, but I think it's pretty much operational. Because that was okay. like... That's yeah, like- I think so, too. I think, like, because, like, very early on in the movie, um, 30 minutes or so in, when the Emperor first arrives on the uh, Death Star, he says to Vader, you've done well, which I'm taking that to mean that it's operational or it's about to be because they i do I, I guess he does say it will be operational i guess to the emperor on schedule which to me i i, I had the same kind of thought it had to be already done or at least very close to it yeah yeah because I, I got the impression that later on in the episode one of the the people say one of the bad guys say it's ready to fire and then they have to wait for for the emperor's decision you know and he tells them over the com fire at will and then they yeah so i i was just assuming that the whole battle in the sky that luke is watching was just a, a deterrent it, it felt like it was just a deterrent to keep him looking through and then they fired that to show him how powerful the weapon was but yeah it, it's it's pretty cool we have a lot of AT- atts what are the smaller ones called ATST. ATST. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was I, a I kid, like I called them adats. I don't. I think all the kids called them adats, but um, as as a kid, they were always adats to me. So till the day I die, ATATs will always be adats to me. Yep. But that's only mm-hmm. because I called it that when I was a kid. But yeah, the little ones are ATSTs. The one with the two feet. Yeah, General General Akbar, he's cool. Or Admiral Akbar, whatever his name is, he's really cool. I'm trying to think where we are through the storyline. So back onto Endor. I thought it was cool seeing his planet, which we saw in the Mandalorian, of course. Or mm-hmm. Book of Boba Fett, sorry. Or yeah, no, back on Endor, we get, we get loads of Star Troopers, and we we get the death of a a Wookiee. Not yeah, we get the death of not a Wookiee, sorry the. The little furball things, I've just lost the name of them. <laughs> Ewok. Ewok, that's it. Yeah, yeah Ewoks. Uh, we get death, We get the death of one of those, and that's quite sad. And yep. obviously he stops in his tracks and, and steps to look at it. Yep. And they're bouncing back, yeah. and, and R2 gets 
fried by the uh, uh, thing. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the console door. He's trying to yeah. open up the door. And then the the emperor sh is showing Luke that the battle is going to be quick and decisive, and the shield is still up. And oh no, it's quite operational. I'm afraid you will find this Death Star is fully operational. Baby Ice goes, Headless is in a trap between two blonde beards. <laughs> and then she I've, goes, I've, I think I've got this a is gray the going on, but mine is red about. too. <laughs> yeah, mine's rather red. <laughs> yeah. If I grew mine out like that, which I'll never do, by the way, because I can't handle the itching, but uh, it would be red just like that. It's a Norwegian thing. Mm hmm. So what's your favorite part of this movie, Headless? Favorites? Probably, um, I mean, probably the ending. I mean, the, the beginning is awesome too, though. I mean, I, I love the job apart. Um, I, I just love that. Like the opening of the movie is like 25 minutes long. It's great. Uh, but I mean, the, the final battle is, you know, that's what we were all like, waiting for in this movie. And I think it delivers. I think it's, I like the, I, for me, it's probably like the third best uh, lightsaber battle in the in the in the whole thing. So, yeah. Are you the same? Are you the same, Robbie? Do you you, you like um, the, the final scenes? Yeah, I mean, as a kid, my favorite part of the movie was the Ewoks, um, mm. and then as an adult, looking back on it and watching it again as an adult and watching it with my own children. Um, I think the the way they did kind of the last half of the movie when when um, they kind of were bouncing between space and um, the surface of the moon um, where they're trying to, you know, they're trying to get the shield down and then meh, 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 and then they go right mm -hmm. into um, once the shield goes down, they go right into the Death Star and Millennium Falcon and woohoo. So I think just the the last half i think and of course they bounced that with with the lightsaber and then the redemption of death darth vader that as an adult that was probably my favorite part as a kid it was the the, the uh, speeder bike thing and well like i said before the barge the speeder bike and the ewoks for sure mm -hmm. yeah i like the final battle with luke i really like luke in this movie yeah i think he's he's a, he's really really cool yep i agree and, and, and we I just literally see... skipped through. We see Vader throw the lightsaber when he's up on that little. Yeah, that's right. pretty cool. And and that's the other thing is that what a lot of people, a lot of fans, didn't really get to see until the finale of season two of The Mandalorian was we didn't get to see this Luke Skywalker again until Mandalorian. You know, yeah, and you know, granted they kind of you know deep faked his face and it was kind of eh, uh it was still <laughs> amazing yeah. amazing amazing it, it was a lot of fan service and i know a lot of fans and and people will say oh my god they did that all the show is is fan service and and i agree it's fan service but i'm a fan and i like to be serviced or something yeah so yeah i'm just literally skipping through the final 10 15 yeah. minutes of the movie and we have yep. The fight scene with Vader and Luke, uh, he says to him, he says, so you have a twin sister? Which is interesting knowledge for him yep. to find out, I suppose. Yep. Thank, hey, but, hey, LJ, thanks for stopping in, buddy. Uh, Baby Eye says, do you think Darth Vader will come back to life since he's basically a droid? 
He's not a droid. He's, um, a, no. he's a human with mechanical parts that allow yeah. him to live. He's not a droid. Just like Luke. Yeah. Luke's got no, a I mean, mechanical arm and stuff. I mean, he's got a little more than that because he has, you know, everything. Yeah, yeah. The breathing and the breathing. Yeah, his whole body was burned. But no, I. The other part that I thought was interesting in seeing this nowadays versus when I saw it as a kid, the Force Lightning. Um, what the Force Lightning did to the Emperor when Mace Windu was there and blah blah blah, versus what the Force Lightning is doing to Luke is totally different. Like they, and, and I'm guessing that they added kind of that problem that the emperor had and and as a feedback kind of a thing with his own powers or something i don't know but he was scarred and disfigured from force lightning when this is the first time we see force lightning and it's not really doing much of anything except but was that not explained more because of the powers that that mace had that he his powers were able to reflect the abilities of the the, the sith on I think I think the canon response to that is something like um, when it ricochets off the lightsaber is actually more powerful, yeah. right? So I think that's why. That I think I, the lightning. I, I think the idea of the lightning is that it just is supposed to just drain you, basically, of life. Right, right. I I I would I, I mean, was assuming it was something like that, but and also of course just you know you can create canon and 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 kind of thoughts about anything in these movies, and a lot of people do. So, you know, whether or not you choose to think it or, you know, whether they put it out there in in Clone Wars or in Bad Badge or in something else, you know, then that's one thing. But then, of course, just the fans coming up with stuff and that's a little different. But, um, uh, you know, comments or comics and stuff aside, and obviously there's a whole ass ton of novels as well, but... Um, but I thought it was interesting, and I think it's probably just, of course, there was decades of years, basically, between this and what you know, then what they did later with right. with the Emperor mm-hmm. and how he got started and everything. No, there's um, there's a uh, a deleted scene that they didn't put in this scene either. Did you ever see that or no? No, no I definitely didn't. No, yeah, I, I genuinely I don't even think I've I seen the... like my father before me. So be it, Jedi. <laughs> That's awesome. Then, and then, <laughs> and after, right after that, this is what happens. I'm not dead. Yeah, he says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. <laughs> I love that we still play that clip because that is original headless and milky content. That's, that I'm well, not dead. <laughs> what that is? That's original Monty Python. Is what that is. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We, I we played it. We, we we played it originally for. Uh, I just lost his name. Viserys Targaryen. Yeah, in House of the Dragon, because he just would not die. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's funny. We were holding on to that man dying. <laughs> I saw. I, I actually saw the Vegas show, the Monty Python Vegas show. It was hilarious. Oh, there was a Vegas show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They they did it. It was at. I saw it at. Uh, I want to say to Paris. Oh, but, okay. Um, uh. Yeah, so we, yeah, we lived there. We lived there for many years, and um, just moved here to Texas from Vegas. But yeah, I've seen a lot of shows, <laughs> oh, most all of them. Yeah, but um, but yeah, the the Monty Python one was really good. They did a really good job with it. 
All right. Well, so... thank you very much for stopping. And hey, Keller, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Keller. Well, good to see you. So yeah, Vader says to Luke, um, "So you have a twin sister. Uh, Obi Wan was wise to hide her from me. Yep. You know, your your feelings are betraying you now. Now is now his failure is complete." And then he walks away. You will not turn. If you will not turn to the dark side, then perhaps she will. And he kind of teases that he's going to go after Leia. And we get the never and the, the, the whole charge spike run, yeah. you know, re-engage battle again. One of my favorite lightsaber battles in the entire franchise, I must say. Really, really cool. Really yeah. enjoyed it. I love how the lightsabers looked in this movie. Mm -hmm. They, they, they were... Yeah, nice and bright, really, really cool, and they came across as very powerful weapons. Even though they didn't really do much damage underneath that ship, mm -hmm. it didn't feel like there was. They were swinging it crazy, and they were hitting all these walls and hitting all these things, and there wasn't much damage caused, which is it's okay. And maybe you know, maybe they just made this this ship indestructible. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, he, he really goes at Vader, doesn't he? Yeah, well, here other... again, the the That's space the... battles and everything in this is. What they added was really, really good. Like all the blue lights and stuff on the ships and everything mm -hmm. just after that. Super cool. So they are on the Death Star here, you said? Yeah, they're on the Death Star. Because mm -hmm. that's yeah. where he's trying to get okay. Vader off of at the end. Yeah, yep. and, and I, I'm literally watching the scene now where Luke is going ham on him, on Vader. He's, he's, he's hammering him against the, the rail and he yep. chops his hand off and, and knocks him to the ground. His lightsaber goes flying and it's pretty much... Vader defeated, and then the Emperor comes along down the yeah. stairs with his with his wee creepy hands. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have electricity. Yep. Yeah, your hate has become more powerful. Now fulfill your destiny. And he's using the electricity on Luke. You young fool, he calls him. Uh, we yeah. cut to Father, a cool scene. Me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we cut to a cool scene with the Millennium Falcon and some some fighters going through through a really cool scene being chased by TIE fighters. Where, where are they here? Are they, are they trying to fly in the Death Star? Yeah, they're trying to go yeah. the core. The yeah. shield is still up, so they can't um, actually get in to um, blow up the, the core damage, thingy. Yeah, the, the core, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, this is literally at two hours into the movie, guys. Did that not say anything? Did that I didn't happen? know. Hmm. Didn't play audio. All right, I'll have to redo it. Done. No worries. Well, I thought I had it. <clears throat> so, yeah, we have Lando in the Millennium Falcon. They're going through a really, really cool scene. I really like this this shot. Uh, can you explain to me who the monkey-looking dude is? Doom, doom. Doom, Okay. Yeah. And he, is he related to the monkey dude that we see in Solo? The monkey dude. No. <laughs> monkey dude. They look like monkeys. No. It's a different species, sir. Yes. <laughs> totally. They don't even look alike. <laughs> no, I know. I, I've paused it on him now and he doesn't look alike. It looks a, it looks strange, <laughs> though. Okay. I do personally think that um, Lando looks a little bit different in this movie. He looks a little, little bit older. Well, it is the one just year. So old. It is one year older. He, I know, but he just looks a lot older than he did when we met him in Star City. You know. Yeah, but so is Luke. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let me get years, this. years, years later. Well, it's one year later from the last movie, but technically it's three years. You know, that's how long it took them to film. But yeah. So yeah, I did miss a very important scene. Uh, Vader stands up as Emperor is electrifying Luke. Yeah, and goes and, down the tunnel. And, yeah, he picks him up, throws the Emperor down the down the tunnel. Yeah. And that is which is a Darth, very Darth Vader restored or Anakin Skywalker restored rather rede- redeemed. Yeah, Anakin. Yeah, redeems, saves his son from the Emperor. Very good scene. Picks him up, and then we cut to obviously Luke talking to him. We get the one of the most iconic scenes in Star Wars history. He takes off his helmet, and we get the harmonica scene. It's been, it's been memed to death, <laughs> well, of literally, but it's amazing. Uh, well, I, I do love it. Shoot down the Millennium um, Falcon is able to go in the hole, and mm-hmm. people are dying right and left in X wings. Yada yada yada. Yeah, I, I just I'm watching the scene right now where where he removes his helmet and it's just it's amazing. Death Who played Star. Vader in the original? James Earl Jones. Not that. That's not James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones was the voice. The voice. Who um, played him? Who was the person um, here with the bald head? David Prowse. Thank David you. Prowse, okay. Yeah. And I'm not even sure if that's actually David Prowse in the um costume. He's the one who kind of was a stand in for him. But I'm not sure if that's actually him or not. I can't. I, I think I feel like it isn't because I know I remember him getting mad that they wouldn't let him show his face at all. Hmm. I'll look it up. Yeah, I don't know. The this the actor seems familiar. I like I've seen him in other stuff, but I don't. I haven't focused on this scene enough, and I have. I'm not really a meme guy, so I haven't seen a lot of the memes. So I don't. I don't know. He looks familiar, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it is. So it's and Sebastian, yes, it's Sebastian Shaw. Oh, okay, Sebastian Shaw. Yeah. And we basically see Vader die. He tells him to tell tell your sister that you were right all along. Luke's yep. like, Father, I won't leave you. And he, he dies. We see Luke crying. Yep. Luke's upset. You know, it's the end of a, a very fantastic villain through these, these storylines. And, you know, a lot of people love Vader. And, and rightly so. He's, he's, he's a badass. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, cutting, uh, cutting except more that in Star Wars, we don't ever lose, like, Yoda is always going to be around, and Obi-Wan's always going to be around, and Darth Vader's always going to be around because of uh, Force Ghosts. They're just there. They don't ever actually, like, really die. So. Yeah, good point. They can just pop up we, whenever. We, we cut to the scene with the Millennium Falcon and the Starfighters, and they're basically in the core. And they shoot yep. at the core, and it blows up. And yep. you mentioned earlier that the the halo was added. So is that is that mm-hmm. an added scene? Yeah. I personally don't think I've seen the original. I don't think I've seen it the way it was originally made. I think Nowadays, I've just seen these 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 it's, changed versions. It's actually hard to find. I mean, it, it's it's difficult to find the not remastered copy. Like you can still, um, but like VHS, and it they're rare. Like. You, you can probably find them and stuff for sale and everything. Mm-hmm. But as far as out, like streaming and all that kind of crap, not not at all. And then yeah, we we, we cut to Endor, and we have uh, Vader's Vader's funeral. He is yep. burned on the rocks and on the wood. Yep. Very poignant, and I, I like that they put his helmet back on to give him his dignity. You know, he, he died with his dignity. 
And then, of course, um, they also, this part uh, at the very end as well, I don't know if you saw it in your version, but um, they they start showing after the Death Star is destroyed, all the celebration happens, um, and all of that was added after um, the prequels. So okay. um, that, like, the different planets, you they, like, show um, Hootsma Call It, where uh, Naboo, they show Naboo, they show... Um, yeah. Yep. Interesting. And yeah, we have celebrations at the end. And then we basically cut to stars with credits, starring Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, Harrison Ford as Han Solo, and Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia. Yep. Yeah, they show Coruscant too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I'm going to close that movie off because we, we've come to the end of that. Uh, did I miss anything through that breakdown that you guys want to talk about? I know we've gone a little bit longer than usual. We're probably going to end here in about six minutes, guys. So we're, we're going to get our scores out and and let everybody know, and, and we can let everybody get on with the rest of their evening. Uh, Hayden, thank you for Hayden sticking with us, everybody. At the end, which is interesting. I, I don't know. We kind of talked. We kind of touched on it, but them adding Hayden Christensen in instead of uh, Sebastian was okay. I guess I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that. I, I, I might have left it, but eh, it is what it is. It's cool mm -hmm. that they connected the prequels to the older movie. Yeah, I think that's why he did it, obviously. Yeah. So. Yeah. Headless, it's called Spam a Lot, I am thinking, says Umpty. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's called Spam a Lot. It was called Spam a Lot when I saw it in Vegas. Yeah, he saw him at the Monday. Oh, oh, okay, in Vegas. Vegas okay. show. Yep. Yeah, yeah oh. Spam a Lot. That's the one. Cool. So, Robbie, you, you said that this one was your favorite. Does, does Star Wars mm -hmm. end here for you? No. No, um, no, I I am not um, a fan of the movies after this, um, like, at all. Um, they're okay, but um, that does not necessarily include Rogue One, because I did enjoy Rogue One, mainly because um, you're, we're, we're able to... So basically, Rogue One connected the story right before this movie and and yep. so it was the space of time between empire strikes back and um return of the jedi so when i started becoming a bigger fan you know i've been a fan since i was a kid but as an adult and kind of rediscovering it and started collecting star wars funko and everything um realizing that rogue one was a connector between empire and jedi i really i watched it again because i had seen it when it first came out so i i did enjoy that unpopular opinion i i actually liked solo um i thought it was a good movie i was entertained um was it needed and did they do a great job choosing the actor for han solo uh, no and no but i was entertained i thought it was a good movie um star wars definitely doesn't end here for me um i I'm a huge fan of The Mandalorian and some of the other stuff that, that is right after this. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, and I also really enjoyed Book of Boba Fett. I thought it was um, excellently done, and um, I didn't like it as well as um, kind of the Din Djarin story, but um, I am enjoying that Star Wars quite a lot as well. Um, Bad Batch and Clone Wars, I'm a big fan of as well. I'm in, enjoying kind of seeing within the same time frame as what's kind of happening in Mandalorian, sort of. 
Um, so that's kind of the Clone Wars were right before that, uh, which so in in timeline it's kind of like right before Mando and and whatever. Um, but um, hold hold on one second and I'll uh, give me one second. No, no yeah, no all I need to answer real quick. But yeah, no but I'll come on give you my score. Cool. What about you, uh, Dust? Uh, I know you're a fan of Ray. Moving forward into these oh. new into this Disney trilogy. Uh, I'll I'll mute probably. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I know you're a fan of Ray and stuff going into this movie. I've only seen the first one of this Disney trilogy that we're about to break down next. Um, what do you think of this this new trilogy compared to what we've got? Are, are you a fan of it? Are you not a fan of it? I know you like Ray, but I don't know your thoughts on the the whole. I mean, you want to talk about now? I mean, just a, a quick like, what do you think about it? it uh, am I oh, going to enjoy these movies? Or the new, tr the new trilogy is awful. Like it just there's no direction. Um, you know, we'll talk more next week when we talk about the Force Awakens. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But I is just it's just not well done. I mean, and I just I blame Ryan Johnson for most of it because he's the one who changed everything that JJ set up. Like I said, um, I I. I loved The First Awakens. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was a great way. Sure, maybe a little repetitive, but there were still some different things in there. Um, there, there were so many things that were unanswered in that movie, and I thought they did a great job with that moving forward. But Last Jedi just didn't want to deal with it. They didn't want any of that. And mm -hmm. that's why I, that's why The Last Jedi for me is one of my least favorite movies. It looks great. Don't get me wrong. Like I like watching the movie just because I think it looks great. But the story sucks. Okay. Never seen it, so I, I am definitely. I, I, I've got a bad feeling that I'm going to like those ones. <laughs> it just it really yeah. depends upon where you think the character should be going, and just from all of my years and years of just being on StarWars.com and and reading all about legends and thinking of my own stories and just and all the books that were created that were so good. And where they went with it, it just, I was so disappointed. Like I said, Force Awakens was fine. I liked it. I mean, I understood that something had to be changed because it couldn't, you couldn't just go 30 years later and have had all these old actors, you know, doing what they did in the book. So I understand that part. Um, but it just, again, Force Awakens, I thought was good. I, I always knew Han Solo was going to die. So I didn't, you know, I didn't have a problem with that. And I liked the way that it was done. But um, it's after after that, it just off it just went off a cliff. Like it's it's a yeah. shit show. Like yeah. I mean, in Lego Star Wars right now, I'm in Rise of Skywalker, and I'm and I'm in a certain part of the movie, and I'm like, this is you know, like the game makes it better than the movie did, and because there's yeah. some folks and but yeah, I don't know. I have it's a lot crazy. of the same feelings. I, like for me, I'm not so much on the the fandom of of. Like if if the the canon isn't where I think they should have gone with the story or whatever, but if the movie is entertaining for me, then I would be more likely to give it a better score. But yeah. um, I I agree completely. Like they messed up with the prequel stuff, but where they went with the movies after this, just I not a fan. Like not a fan. I, I never had. A I never had a problem with Force Awakens. I ended up seeing that movie like five times in the theater. I yeah. really, really liked it. Um, yeah. I, I, I did. I liked everything about it. Like, there's nothing yeah. about the Force Awakens I didn't really like. And I'm like, yes, okay, so Ray's overpowered at the end. 
But I'm like, oh, we're well, obviously going to explain this. Yeah, I think they were going in the right direction. But they then... were. And I love the, the cliffhanger at the end with Luke. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I was so pissed I had to wait a whole year. You know? Is Pork in the first one? Porgs are not in the first one. No, no, that's they're in Which, the second, second to last one. Okay, because whichever one the Porg is in is the one I've seen. Because this, it's funny. This is my first ever Funko Pop. At first ever Funko Pop was the Chase really? Pork. Yeah, oh, that's cool. And it's the female and one with the mouth he's, open. He's he's doing the scream. That's cool. Yeah. So the franchise does connect my love to Funko as well as, you know, because this is where it started. I I went to the movies to watch it. I needed to use the toilet. So I went to a store that had a public toilet and they had this for sale in there. And I just, I was like, well, I've just watched the movie. I'm not going to leave that Funko Pop sat there. And it was a chase. You don't leave a chase in the wild. So, yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm. Th- that's definitely on my list of, of ones I want to get. I have a pretty big Star Wars collection now. Well, I say pretty big. It's it's um, maybe forty Star Wars pops. I want to say, um, but mostly Mandalorian, but kind of cross across different all genres and stuff. But it's the majority of my collection is is um, is Star Wars. So um, cool. all of Star Wars is on my list. <laughs> but I do need to get off. So um, yeah, we're gonna do scores. What's your score for this show? For this movie, what do you rate this movie? Um, yeah, um, as a whole, and now seeing the Mandalorian, I think my score would have been different, um, before the Mandalorian, um, and, and Book of Boba Fett, but, um, just cause I'm an uber fan of those shows. So I'm going to say eight out of 10 for Return of the Jedi. It's my absolute favorite. Um, and the only reason I would give it an eight instead of a nine is, um, just because they've done a lot better star wars <laughs> um now as far as the filmography and cinematography and everything in in some of the other newer stuff okay but not the new movies and not certainly not necessarily story but mandalorian story absolutely so um eight out of yeah. ten nice eight out of ten what about you headless where are you ranking uh, this movie yeah so for this one for me um i give this i give it a solid nine out of ten um i might well you'll see my listener in a second i'll, I'll Pull it up as soon as I get your score, I'll pull this up. Hey. I, I, I have an idea of where you're gonna go with this. Um, so I have it ready. I'll, I'll see if I'm right. <laughs> eight out of ten. Yeah, eight out of ten. That's exactly that's exactly what I thought you said would say. You know, the reason why it is a ten out of ten for me is just because of the um the the complete arc we get with Luke. That's basically why. I I can do without the Ewoks. I mean, they're fine, you know. Um, I, it's not my favorite part. Uh, I just think the first 25 minutes in the last half an hour, and that's an that's almost an hour of the movie is so damn good. And the middle, yeah, it takes a while to get there a little bit, but there's a lot of good stuff in here. Um, it's not, it's not for me. It's not as good as the first two movies. Um, it's not as good as Revenge of the Sith for me. So for me, it sits at number four. Okay, I'll pull that up right now. Well. I am going to hop off just because my kid is on the phone and I no have something come up today I need to talk to him about. But um, just well, thank you for being say, here, Robbie. Thank you for being a great yeah, guest. Thanks for having me on and and listening to all my shenanigans. Um, no, you're more than welcome. As, as humble as they are, <laughs> but anyway, thanks for having thank me. Thank you, Robbie. Guys, please connect we'll to Robbie in the soon. chat and stuff, and we'll see him soon. See you later, Robbie. Yeah, man. Bye. 
I will take him down. So yeah, there. So there's the uh, there's our rankings as they stand right now. Um, so you know, again, I mean, it's it's. I'm not rating this on a scale of I have to rank each movie a different number. Um, I'm I, I give it a score of what I feel like the movie is, and then I'll rank it from there. So that's why, like you, you can see, I have three movies ranked a nine out of ten because I think there are three very very good movies. But it's again, it would be like three A, three B, three C. So Empire's still on top with new, a New Hope right behind it. Revenge, Return, and then Rogue One, and then the prequels, basically. Or well, Phantom yeah, I, I I like how we are kind of similar. Mm-hmm. I do I do like that. Yeah, and yeah, that, I, and I mean, I'm completely happy with my scores. I wouldn't change any of them. So yeah, yeah. I mean, the one the one I guess I'm most shocked on with yours is that. You do above a new hope because the new hope is just it's such a it's such a well done movie and just for the time and the special effects what they did it for for people who still want to watch that movie today you know we're talking almost four years later um it's it's that's how well done it is i mean i, I, I genuinely think it gets the 0.5 boost because it was the first time i was watching it it was my first time watching it and it was all new to me Everything you know, all the surprises were brand new. Yeah, I'd be, and the new hope I have seen nine times. So, yeah, yeah. I, I I'd be curious to see like if you if you sat there and just watched them like you watch Rogue One and then like two weeks later you watch a New Hope and see if those scores still hold up for you. Now that you've seen Rogue mm-hmm. One, I just think that um, I mean again Rogue One is a great movie. I give it a nine out of ten for a reason. But there's parts of Rogue One where it's like it for me it's almost tedious to get through. Where I like in New Hope, there's like there's not one part of that movie like I would ever even think about skipping through. Where I like I said in Return, uh, there's about three parts I'd skip through that I just okay I've seen it a million times I I just want to you know I want to watch the movie in an hour and a half instead of two hours, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Empire and New Hope, there's nothing I'd skip through, which is why I do give those a ten. Revenge, even even mm-hmm. Revenge, there's some parts in the beginning I'm like yeah I just fast forward through it. Wow, but yeah, I mean, there's some yeah. stuff in the beginning. That's yeah, like, yeah. It, it takes a while to get there a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, but like you said, we're um we're pretty close. I mean, yeah, top, look at the bottom three: five. attacks, attack, solo, phantom. Yours is attack, solo, phantom. You know. Yeah, the I mean, next our, three. Our top five. Pretty... Our top five is the same, basically, just in a different order. And the top three and the bottom three are the same in a different order. Yeah. Yeah. So it works. And remember, guys, you know, we'll keep reminding you, keep an eye on these these listings because you will probably need them for future reference. And we will only take into account our scores for the for the Kahoot games. We won't, we won't take into account our, our guests' scores. Yep. Although I, I'm not sure if we'll have another guest for the Star Wars stuff. I I don't think anyone else has reached out. So, so we have... That'll be fun. What do we have? We have three, we have three left. We are into yeah. Force Awakens. So that'll be next Sunday. No, next Monday. No, next Monday on my channel. Yeah, we're gonna go yep. double double lives on mine. This one tonight, and then next Monday again. So I yeah, because I'm I won't be live next Sunday because of the Super Bowl, but I am going to be live in Raven Reviews. Um, so if you do like these um, these breakdowns and that we do, and you know, it's something that um, it just it's something different than talking Funko or or whatever. Um, if you don't know yet, me and Ryan have started a, another channel. 
we're still kind of working out the kinks with it because we don't want to um we still want to build our own channels before we start like trying to build a third channel um but we do have another channel and i'm just not sure how how much we're thinking about doing more videos than lives on it but i'm gonna i'll go ahead and uh, link that in the um in the chat so if you are interested in, in, in subscribing and kind of seeing what we're doing, uh, so we do have a channel for actual Raven reviews. So I'll link that there. Yep. Raven um, reviews on YouTube. That's the, that's the independent channel that we have for the servers for the for the for the combined stuff that we'll be doing. Uh, like Headless has just said, we are still ironing out the kinks. So please bear with us. But there'll definitely be content on there in a regular basis coming real soon. Yeah, even in even worst case scenario, it will be a um, a edited shorter version of our lives. So if that's you know if if you enjoy the lives and you miss them and you don't have an you know an hour and forty minutes to sit there and watch, uh, the idea is that we will kind of go through and edit that and put that up on the Raven Reviews channel. Um, on Friday, I will be live. I have not posted it yet. I will be posting that tonight or tomorrow. I am going to go live on Friday with OutRyan to talk about The Last of Us because it is dropping on HBO if you have not heard. So if you are watching that series, it is dropping at 9 p.m. So yeah, I'm Thanks, actually... Super Bowl. People in the UK have got to suffer because of Super Bowl. Yeah. But... but it is dropping early because of the Super Bowl. And um, since I'm not going to go live on Sunday, I figure it's a perfect chance for me just to jump on it on Friday. So I'll probably be up around 10, 10, 15, and um, I'm going to have Lady Stoneheart's going to join me, and we're going to talk about it. I don't know how long it will be, um, but at least I wanted to talk about it because I think it's supposed to be a pretty good episode from, from kind of like what I've been hearing about the game and stuff. So mm -hmm. that'll be and, and if I get chance on Saturday, I'll I'll do a quick impromptu live, and I'll give you my thoughts of the show when I've watched it. Yep, yep, yep. And then I'll, that'll just be live on my channel, and then I'll, I'll cut it up put it, put a shorter version on Raven Reviews. Um, and then Saturday, if you are interested, we will be live again on my channel and we're doing Among Us. We're going to try Among Us this month instead of Jackbox. You know, we'll see how it goes. If, if it doesn't go well, we can always swing over to Jackbox. But yeah, you know, the plan right now is to try to do um, um, uh, Among Us. And so download the app and play a few games, get some upgrades, and we'll see how many people we get for that. I'll be curious because mm -hmm. it was an idea. Charles Popham is always says, awesome. Can't wait. Loving the show so far. Yeah, he's going to be there Friday to hang out and listen to Your Last of Us. Cool. Yep. Yeah, we'll just kind of hang out and, and you know, I guess we'll see how far it goes. And Charles, if you, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, Charles, if you want to jump on, if you watch all the episodes, you're more than welcome to, to join us because I'm not sure how much uh, my wife really wants to do it. I'm kind of forcing her. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I do apologize. Fridays are just the worst day for YouTube world to me. No, that's, and I totally get it. And, like I said, Sunday was going to be tough anyways because we were talking yesterday. And yeah, so I think it'll, it, it'll be fun. So it's something different, you know, and then we'll just we'll be back to our regular, um, you know, our regular lives. And then with the, uh, the Last of Us finishing that out into Mando. Um, yeah, yep. and we, we got a bunch of giveaways to go for the Kahoot game, which will be on the Sunday. The was it the 19th? Is that is that the day I think we're so? On? Yeah, I believe so. I think it's the 19th. I think that's the day it's scheduled. Um. Oh, you know what, dude? Oh, shoot. I got to talk. You busy? <laughs> <laughs> right, well, well, we'll talk backstage. We'll, 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 let, we'll let everybody get off away from here, and then we'll, we'll sort it out. We might have to go earlier. Oh. We'll figure it out. 
Yeah, we're gonna have to talk. <laughs> we're gonna have to talk. I have Ant Man and Wasp tickets because I'm off on the twentieth. So my neighbor is like, "Oh, you want to go see Ant Man and Wasp?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I can't go Friday." So I'm like, "Well, why don't we just go Sunday? I don't have to work on Monday." He wasn't even thinking about it. We'll don't worry about it. We'll figure. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure. We we'll do. figure something out for that day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, everybody watching, I want to say thank you tonight for watching and hanging out. There was at least six or seven of you all night, so I really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you to everybody for the birthday wishes to today and yesterday. Don't forget, I'm going to have PDX on the Horseman with me tomorrow night, and I'll also be hanging out with Baby Ice and LJ after the Horseman for LJ Smokeout, and they're going to be celebrating my birthday. Like the thumbnail for that live is already quite, quite a funny one. It looks like I'm milking a cow. So. <laughs> It's quite a funny moment. Yeah, but I just want to thank everybody for hanging out. This has been a long Star Wars hike to get to where we're at, and we're finally on the final stretch of the last three movies. I'm super proud of the work that we've done with this stuff, and yeah, I, I've become more of a fan through watching it. So again, Headless, thank you for, for being an awesome co-host and having the knowledge that you have, and I want to thank Robbie for, for coming on and being our guest today and fulfilling my birthday live criteria for bringing on somebody each birthday. I, I really enjoyed doing that. But yeah, guys, my name's Ryan Milky. I've been hanging out with my co-host over there, Headless Ned Stark, breaking down The Last of Us, not The Last of Us, The Last Jedi, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars Episode 6. It's a trap. My name is Ryan Milky, as I just said. His name is Headless Ned Stark. You can find us over on our respective channels, and you can also find us on Sundays for the Raven Reviews, which will be this Friday this time because of the Super Bowl changing things forward. But yeah, don't forget guys, always, always keep those heads on. And always stay extra milky. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Guys, we love you and we will see you later. Thank you and goodbye. I am a Jedi uh, was... like my father yeah. before me. So be it. Jedi. I'm not